0: If you give extra kisses, you get bigger hugs. Sorry. That's what Sander's wife's always saying. (laughs) Anyway, that's all the advertising you'll ever need. It better be. How many workers does this uh, product require? Just me. What, no payroll? Well, my needs are simple. A bowl of stew, heavy on the dill, a cold place to sleep. Mm -hmm. What would it cost? Cost? Cost who? The people who who buy the toy. For well, nothing. We're gonna give them away free. <laughs> For free.
1: Hi, I'm Sophie.
0: Hi, I'm Paul. And we are.
1: SP Film Viewers Merry Christmas everybody and in the festive spirits we have got Paul on the cocktails being true James Bondess.
0: but well, it's not a martini
1: no it's not it's, I don't really know what it is it's a Sophie and Paul concoction
0: yeah, it's like a milky based. Bailey's. Bailey's. Bailey's Aldi's. Rum. Belly. Amaretto <laughs> mixture. It hasn't got a name, but it's. It is. Y- what?
1: It's SP's. SP, Woo!
0: SP oh, cocktail, that didn't clink, did SP it? Co- Christmas cocktail. Woo! There we go.
1: <laughs> Sounds like we've got tumblers, not proper glass.
0: <laughs> Seems that way.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so we're sort of getting more into the festive spirit now, obviously, as Christmas approaches.
1: Fastly approaching So when this airs We have got two more days Until Christmas Eve
0: And this time we haven't got a pre-ramble Because We're winging it (laughs) In a sense Because When I put the votes down For what we should cover This week This was Going Obviously to the Patreons first But then I obviously Opened it up to Twitter and Instagram Um, But it turns out At that point There was a a tie Between both of them Oh right What do we do now so I guess, like, okay, well, I kind of wanted to see them both anyway. So I guess we're going to be covering both.
1: <laughs> but then, last minute, we got yes. a new Patreon.
0: Yeah, as we were watching one of the, the films, so <laughs> we're like, like literally
1: a... half an hour until the end, of the film, and they voted. That's what swayed
0: the votes. Yeah, yeah.
1: So I feel like, in true Patreon spirit, we need to give a very, very good overview of Santa Claus the movie. However,
0: we may as as well touch upon the Christmas story because we were going to do that anyway. But I I mean, this is going to be, I feel like this is going to be very brief because I don't have a great deal to say about it, to be fair. I'm
1: kind of glad that we're merging the two Two. Mm -hmm. because I feel like if it was just a Christmas story, it would be really brief.
0: And you wouldn't be happy because you'd be like, oh, I've got another rubbish one again.
1: Yeah. And I feel like, to be fair, last week's wasn't great for me. (laughs) Just going to bypass that. Then obviously, we had Spirited, which was fantastic. Mm-hmm. National Lampoons is a bit, for me, it's like a bit of a love hate kind of Marmite situation. Mm-hmm. So, Santa Claus, the movie, gave me everything I needed. The Christmas story, not so much. And I think I would have been left a bit deflated to say this is the last Christmas mm-hmm. one that we've got.
0: Yeah. I, so, I wanted to look at Christmas story because it's like, it seems like it's one of those like, Really big ones, but I think you had to have seen it when you were younger. And if it seems more popular in the states for some reason.
1: Well, first of all, a BB gun. Are we going into this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're Are going we?
0: straight into this now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So right. very, very briefly, going kind to of cover what we've got to say about
1: it. <laughs> just start a check. Yeah. Before you tell me off. No, it's okay. <laughs> so a BB gun for Christmas. First of all, typical American thing. Sorry, any American listeners. It's a thing where guns, sadly, in that country are still allowed, and it mind-boggles me every day.
0: Yeah, but it's not obviously it's not know, a proper but it's gun. A to- but it's encouraging to- that behaviour, yeah. isn't it? It's
1: like one of those you get things. get my rifle.
0: Yeah. yeah,
1: and then, obviously, when he's older, then it-, it could lead to a proper gun, and I think that's where I'm at with my mindset, with it.
0: I-, I get you, yeah.
1: Also, it's one of those things where it's that elusive toy at Christmas, and everybody's had it, where everybody wants this elusive toy, and that they don't care what other toy is out there, what any other toy Santa or his mum and dad or his family give him. If he doesn't get that BB gun, that's it. It's like the rest of the toys are shit. <laughs> Pretty much.
0: Yeah, it's the be all end all really. I think that's what the film is trying to go for in terms of like the, the struggles of like being a kid at Christmas and you're like, <laughs> I really want this video game. I really want that yeah. toy. And it's like, no, but parents not- are like, no, it's too expensive. And you're just like, oh. But it's not great if, mindset, it feels like...
1: is it? Either there's that kind of like I want, so I get. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. There but is I do that.
1: know there's one like when I was little, I think a Furby was definitely one of my kind of. It was all the rage back then.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Pretty sure I got a Furby for Christmas, and I was absolutely obsessed with this Furby. Or oh, Polly Pockets was another one for me. Mm-hmm. I know you've had the experience of you wanted a toy, and you didn't get it for Christmas. The version I know of is my sister got like this electronic kind of dog.
0: Oh, you mean like the ro Sorry, yeah, you mean the the robot d- dinosaur type of thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it, you control. had a pet. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> and it had like a little. Sarah's had like a little dog bone that you fed it.
0: Yeah, to be honest, I think I did have something like a dog one, and, like we we're not not pro like the official whatever brand <laughs> it was called at that point, but something of a similar kind. Of, yeah, you know, you knock knockoffs kind of thing, but
1: but not the dinosaur. No. Which obviously we know by now, Paul would have absolutely loved that. <laughs> Still, I would have probably bought you that if you were my child. I wouldn't have bought you a BB gun.
0: No, but I never asked for a BB gun. No, but never really would have thought <laughs> that. Oh, yeah, something I want to have.
1: Exactly, and I feel like this is a bit lackluster, really, within the film. Weirdly, I don't know why. Also, I know about that lamp leg.
0: Yeah, lamp. That, that's that is one of the things I know about the film. There's this lady leg lamp is awful. Uh, uh, yeah, as the mother of you know, the the kid um she called Ralph. And the father's like, "Oh, I won this in a contest or something," and it's like, yeah, "Yes, put it up on the in our house by the window for all the the street to see." And I think that was like just going off here with that, that joke. Like it was the funniest thing ever. Like everybody in the street's like, "Oh, look, look at this thing!" And it's like it's that's like bordering on cringe. Yeah, bit.
1: it is. And I think my problem with it is, first of all, if you were my husband and you would got that like lamp, I'd have gone, "Why the hell are you putting it in front of the window?" windows already provide lighting you're blocking the light by yeah, putting something this big
0: humongous thing there a yeah.
1: lamp there that's then having to be turned on i'd be like no it should be in a corner somewhere yeah, where it's dark and no one can <laughs> see it <laughs> i would <laughs> literally if i was her that's how savvy i would have been i'd have been like no darling can't be in the window
0: be yeah. savvy enough to accidentally break it yeah love. i'd have
1: rather just lived with it in a corner
0: a talking point i suppose if yeah. people came around i suppose but and the other thing that I I knew about was the famous sticking your tongue to a lamppost or, or the flagpole in this case. A <laughs> flagpole. Yeah, the American flag. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, there was just, that's the iconic thing from it and that's like that's all I knew, those two elements going into it, but I knew like nothing about like didn't even know like what the story was about really at all.
1: It's just a bit like Gloucester, really. It feels like he's cheeky and he kinda has that attitude but he's also geeky at the same time. But he yeah. seems to always get into trouble. And it's just one of those 1940s kind of...
0: Oh, it's set in the 1940s, but it's made in the 80s.
1: Yeah, but it's got that vibe of, all oh, the dad comes in and the mum's trying to look after him like he was in a fight. And she's like, oh, no, he had a little fight, but we're okay. And, you know, the dad's like a, an inferior character. Mm. And I don't know, just for what it was, I didn't get that Christmas feel from it.
0: No, I didn't really either. It... it other than the show and the commercialism again, like of like being to to go to Santa's grotto and ask
1: for... Oh, God, that that was awful. That was so creepy. Like, Santa, like, first of all, you have to climb up what looks like Mount Everest to get to him. And then they sling you down a slide. You chuck him on your lap and he's like, what do you want? Tell me, quickly. And then, right, okay, you've told me what you want, on your way, down the slide. Mm. Sounds horrific, but... I used to hate being on Santa's lap. I'd queue up because you know me; I absolutely love Christmas. But the thought of sitting somebody, when you're little, on a weird stranger's man's lap just seems a bit bizarre, really.
0: Yeah, it is, it is bizarre, and the the fact that, I mean, it kind of encapsulates the old like, Ralphie's kid brother, has been like the whiny meh, meh, and all that kind of stuff. Like, yeah, that's that's what kids are like. That would be me, and especially like the when they're in the, the the queue and everything, and just like yeah this is getting a bit irritating so it's i didn't i certainly didn't find anything really particularly likable about any of the, the characters to be honest the kid i mean what do you think of the, the like monologue the narrating monologue you know because like, he is an older i guy. thought it
1: was going to come to him being older and still having a bb gun or something i felt like i was yeah. going to see his older self eventually but i didn't so i didn't truly understand the meaning behind it
0: uh, it said on the the opening credits some about a based on a book. But I don't know if it's like a, like a memoirs type of thing of, okay. of of that, but still, it's and this is like a film adaptation of that, mm. and it's yeah. But it, I don't know. I didn't. It kind of it seems so strange because of he's kind of like using these eloquent words and such. But it was only but little as an adult w- yeah. reciting this back as an adult, but as a kid, it's kind of like eh, right, okay. I know, and so you've kind of grown up and stuff, but he's still talking like this was like the greatest thing <laughs> in the world. And this, oh no, my world's going to end because everyone's conspiring against the, you, you, you have your eye out type of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. But he does, say. in the
1: end, he nearly have his eye out, so it's like they were yeah. all right. Also, his little flashbacks, like his little flashes to what?
0: Yeah, he's fantasy type things and they were weird they
1: were they kind of verging on me a bit of cringe you know i i already looked at the front cover and i knew and i know you tell me sometimes don't judge a book by its cover sophie Mm. or a a movie by its cover but certain ones where it just it looked cheesy and it looked like that comedy that i wasn't gonna like
0: yeah you know what kind of reminded me of in a a certain way the way that kind of things like flitted as well Mm. it's like oh this is supposed to be like a, a a bit and then it goes to the next bit Gregory's Girl. Oh, in a sense, you know, kind of like a, a, a cutaway cut from a certain scene, like yeah. the two characters, and then it's kind of like, oh, onto the next scene, like like wearing a funny costume or something, and then it's right, onto the mm. next joke or whatever.
1: And they used to do like Bugs Bunny rabbit holes to like zoom in and out of things to like Gosh. change to different mm. scenes.
0: Kind of like transitions, like yeah. the fade to black and put it into circular. Thing. Yeah, that's all folks type of thing. Yeah, yeah. But I also reason I wanted to check this out as well because it it was the same director of Black Christmas which we covered last week so it's like well that was the 70s now how has he gone from the 80s into like a completely contrasting sense of like dark Christmas Mm -hmm. film to a more in quotation marks kid friendly Mm. family film (laughs) and I think I feel like there's some set of elements with the especially like when the mother finds out like oh she's Ralph said the F word. Yeah. And she rings up Schwartz and she's like, I guess where I heard the name for the U-list, ruh, 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 like thing, but then there's like some kind of like, what sounds like screaming on the phone. It's almost like a, a flashback to, <laughs> to Black Christmas with a weird screamy sounds coming from the other end.
1: Yeah. I can kind of see mm. where you're coming from. I know obviously yours would, your preference is Black Christmas out of the mm. two. Yeah, yeah. And I'm guessing you'll think he's gone downhill a little bit.
0: Yeah, it didn't. I don't really think there's much for me personally as a or like oh I must rewatch that again. No, At any point there's there's nothing here to grab me, pull me back into like I've kind of seen it now, but the the, the story is kind of a bit meh, really.
1: Yeah, and it doesn't give you a moral behind it, and I know Black Christmas didn't either, so maybe that's why because you've got the director, unless you want to be killed at Christmas, but. I feel like it was more greed, and I feel like it was more I want, I'm going to get kind of thing. And that's not really what Christmas is meant to be about. It's about the giving no, side of no. things.
0: And also the continued consumerism of, you know, like Ralphie's doing this like secret coding thing for Orphan Annie on the, listened on the radio. Obviously, that was like his a pastime for in the 40s or whatever. And he's like, right, get these, what were they? I don't know, collectors stickers or something or something to get like a, a secret encoding pen or something and it yeah. was turns out the code was just like drink your Ovaltine or <laughs> <laughs> something it's like oh right. advert. yeah so it's like just pushing for the product to get like oh that was that was totally un- not worth the effort to, to collect these coupons or whatever
1: just show you a simpler life I guess of how <laughs> you know listening to the radio getting coupons and stuff like that and whereas everything is like constantly available to mm-hmm. anybody at any point now we're so impatient and don't wait
0: yeah yeah imagine that, like snail mail to get something in the person like checking the mailbox to
1: well go. it's kind of snail mail at the moment with royal mail but <laughs> yeah, to
0: be yeah
1: fair. being the, yeah. all the strikes and everything
0: yeah. i mean yeah so like the ending of it was a bit like oh, okay i was glad it ended <laughs> <laughs> it was a bit that you said are oh, you like oh I'll go with like a cringy aspect with the the neighbors' dogs coming in to wreck the kitchen and the. Turkey. I think I just blanked off. Yeah, how exactly. will I was like, "Oh." So then they go to the a Chinese restaurant and it's like a hint of casual racism. We're like, oh my god,
1: it was awful. It really was.
0: Uh, like, how is it so
1: acceptable for like that back then? Like nowadays, we'd be like, "No, that's not funny." It was. Yeah, it went downhill quite quickly.
0: But what from the get-go? Because it didn't draw me in at the beginning. To be fair, or I didn't seem to get it. Like, oh, I think this actually, is actually
1: the- you were like. We only had half an hour left, and you weren't really bothered seeing the ending, and I were like, well, we might as well watch the ending now. We went we, yeah. this way.
0: Halfway, yeah. Well, that the point past the point of no return, I'm almost mm-hmm. like, you just might as well get to the end. And it's like, what's the climax? And like, oh, is that it kind of thing? <laughs> it's like, okay, well, like I say, well, pff, dust it off my hands now. I don't need to ever see it ever again, pretty much. So. I
1: agree, I agree. I will, I believe I'm saying this, in the spirit of Christmas, and mm. because I love you, I will actually say, out of these two films, Black Christmas and The Christmas Story, very original names, you know. That actually, the Black Christmas one has a lot more for it. Doesn't mean I will watch it again. Neither one I will. Mm-hmm. But
0: a lot more to come back to. If you want, if you
1: prefer that yeah. kind of genre, yes, yeah, there yeah, is.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, I would before we go to the scoring of this, mm-hmm. I just want to make a special shout out to. Silver screensavers, who are under the handle at screensaverspod on Twitter, because they commented on the, the poll that we did on on there, and they said, Christmas story is one of my favourites of all time. Oh, no. <laughs> literally, literally a staple in my household growing up.
1: I think it's but nostalgic. I, but I
0: think, yeah, there's probably that aspect for a lot of people, I would say.
1: And if we haven't grown and, up with, with it,
0: it, and you it's, see...
1: I, I completely get it. It's like Christmas with the cranks for me. You think it's absolutely mm. dog shite, mm-hmm. and it is. But I love that dog shite, and it, and that's the problem. It's like it's even it's what it's, it's what you grow up with, yeah. I suppose. yeah. And I think if it reminds you testing. of certain moments within your family and everything like that. I hundred percent yeah yeah agree. Sorry right to
0: like those those films. Yeah. However, yeah. <laughs> we haven't We're, grown up with it. Yeah,
1: we don't have any connection to it.
0: Yeah, I think that ship has sailed with this, and it's just like yeah. it's not. It's just not for us, but I don't I'm think. I'm glad
1: that somebody's enjoying it out there. That's, that's Yeah, I, always... think it's, I
0: think it's very much popular with an American audience, but yeah. as UK... I'm
1: sorry if we've broke your hearts now, if you're listening back to our yeah. podcast and you're like, what the hell are they all about? Oh.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, with that being said, what would you score this oh my film?
1: Oh, God. It was going to be really low until you said that. <laughs> I'm like, oh, do I have to be a bit more generous? Yeah. I'm really sorry. I'm not being a Scrooge. I promise. I am feeling mm. very Christmassy, mm. but it's gonna have to be a three. This black Christmas is better.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I can't then go against mm. that and give yeah, it a higher. Yeah,
0: yeah. Okay.
1: I didn't really. It was okay. It was just something to put on the telly. You could. It would be one of those that you could put on the telly and yeah, you, you could walk be doing away for two anything.
0: And then come back. Like, oh yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of those. Probably something what you what you would do while you were wrapping your gifts type of thing. and Yeah,
1: but The Grinch, like that, that I can... But that's because I know it like the back of my, my hand. hand. Yeah. But that's one of those I can walk in and out of, but I enjoy that. Yeah. This would be like I'd be putting it on the telly and not watching it probably,
0: really. So like we were saying in the other, like last episode about how with The Grinch for you, you'd be like, oh, this bit's coming up. I mm-hmm. like that bit kind of thing. Like say, like where you might give it a higher score and yeah. that's what you enjoy. But for me, I think I'll kind of be sort of... Neutralish, and because I look back at some other Christmas films we covered and stuff so I kind of like comparing it to that like you've just done with Black Christmas but I'm gonna put this at five that's fair it's kind of like it wasn't like oh this is absolutely I can't really stand it but it was just a bit eh, mm. with what it had to offer me and it didn't grab my attention that much but I can see why people would enjoy it I suppose there are yeah. there's some comedy element bits that are kind of a bit Sort of give a chuckle, but for yeah, it wasn't like rip-roaringly funny, sadly.
1: You win some, you lose some. Um, However, Santa Claus the movie, well, (laughs) why has this escaped me my entire life?
0: Yeah, I would have thought that this is probably something you would have really gravitated towards as a younger.
1: Yeah, I've never seen this film and I don't know why it's taken me 30 years to have it introduced into my life. Hmm. I'm devastated that I've I've missed out on it for thirty years, but I will make up for it.
0: <laughs> yeah, that' good. Yeah, yeah, I would
1: watch this every year.
0: Oh.
1: it's so magical.
0: Yeah, I, I I can agree with you on that one because it was it starts off with like a starry night sky and everything like a coral sort of opening and everything, and it all feels like cold and wintry of mm. days gone by, really, like way way back. I'm pretty sure it was sort of like a European same yes. type of. Mm-hmm. thing which i think that's what the the legend the myth of santa claus kind of like originates from that kind claus. of
1: yeah santa claus yeah
0: so i think that there's a lot of that certainly on the 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 earlier parts of the film anyway that's obviously that's what lean towards and i kind of like that even like when we get to him sort of becoming santa claus and being in the workshop and everything and that's The the architecture of that kind of Mm. fits that kind of well for the European theme of woodwork and stuff.
1: It's just so beautiful. It really is. So even the snowy scene where he's he's got two reindeers and it's just this individual man wanting to give gifts to children because they can't have children of their own and he wants to give just to see a smile on somebody's faces. He's not doing it for anything in return or to look like a good person. It's just generosity in itself. For the local villagers, yeah. It's what Christmas... Should be about. So, first of all, we've already got our moral, our reason behind it. Mm -hmm. And that's...
0: Spread joy, because that's all he wants to do.
1: Yeah, and I think that's what Christmas, the core, should be. I think consumerism and life and everything like that always makes it then, oh, a competition. It has to be bigger, it has to be better, it has to cost you loads, you have to get into debt, and that's not really what Christmas is about. It's just getting somebody something thoughtful. It doesn't have to cost the end of the earth and I think that's where we're, we're at at the moment yeah. where we have to just gorge on food and feast and
0: be gluttons with everything
1: yeah. yeah and I think that's a little bit where I felt this year I haven't felt that as Christmassy until I watched this film actually
0: were you feeling Christmassy when the the reindeers were in a blizzard and dying and I knew they were going
1: to be okay I knew something was going to happen and it was going to be all all right because he's such a good person that he shouldn't have yeah, something so to, like that happened to him when he's trying to just do good
0: to freeze to death, to become immortal, basically.
1: Yeah, become Santa Claus. <laughs> so, what are these little elves called? What are the Wagger like Venger I don't know.
0: Yeah, I think they said Vendicamp, Vendicomp,
1: Ven, Vendigum, or
0: yeah, something like that. Which I'm guessing is again more of a European.
1: It just sounds hard work, doesn't yeah. it? Elves is so much easier yeah. to say. Although I do have one problem. Hmm. I didn't see one female elf. First of all, it's, they it's live... like the
0: Smurfs. Yeah,
1: stuff. but they didn't even have one. At least they used to have Smurfette, and but I know she was made by a gargamel. Don't get me started. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I feel like, first of all, I know they live forever, but do they just not reproduce? Then what is it? And how how did they arrive on the Earth? And why aren't there any girls? It's sexist.
0: Why are, older, yeah. again, why are some it's older, some older than again? It's others? a bit like the spirited thing, like, Why are they all the same age?
1: Yeah, have they all died like, young, yeah. or are they just yeah. born spirits in adult bodies? I I don't know. It was a bit peculiar because obviously when they saw Mrs. Claus, they were quite drawn to her, like oh, there's a female, and mm-hmm. then that's when I started looking, and I'm like, there is not a single female elf, which I think is really wrong, unless it's a species thing. So, like, fairies are more female.
0: If, if anything, I would say, it, well, I'd, I'd sort of put in gender stereotypes or something, but I would see elves really be more female.
1: That's because of the Lord of the Rings. But, then but you obviously, they're male, male and female. There's male, but but he, male and female yeah. in that species, yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: That's my argument. Mm-hmm. But apart from that, yeah. I think it's because of the, the age it's set in. Women weren't as.
0: In when the film was made, or do you mean?
1: I think a bit of both.
0: Eighties. Uh, well, mm. well, no, I don't. It's not to say that they wouldn't do, but I think it was. I, I don't know. Maybe just smaller men.
1: Could get smaller women.
0: It could do, but I don't know the the, the logistics <laughs> behind find you know sourcing out women to to, to fulfill that role, but. Yeah, no, I'm
1: sure there would be they would be there. Hmm. But it just made it apparent really more so within these films. You know, like with Spirited you had all different ethnicities, you had all different sizes. And, yeah,
0: yeah, I no, I, I get what you mean. And yeah, it's just it's, it's,
1: watching Spirited compared to watching an old film where everyone's like white
0: Yeah male you no know, black elves either and Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. Different times. But mm. there we are. So what do you, I feel like it's despite it being Santa Claus, the movie, it's kind of quite sort of centred around this one elf in particular called Patch, played by Dudley Moore. Yeah. I don't know what you made of his character overall.
1: I don't know. I found him hard to kind of figure out. Mm. He was more complex, and I think secretly all he wanted to do was impress Santa, basically. I think his heart was generally in the right place. Yeah. I just think he got himself into a sticky situation and... Really, he just wanted to prove himself that he was a good elf and that he could do a good job. I think he is the type of person who runs before he can swim kind of thing. And he's very energetic and very full of life.
0: got lots of ideas, as he keeps saying.
1: But he needs to just do one idea, practice it and practice it, and do well at that, and then move on to his next idea. He seems to have a lot of things flying around in the air and not focusing 100% on one of them.
0: Yeah, and, and when he comes to making this fandangled machine, that he's mm. obviously speed up production and everything like that, but it's not much quality control. Going there, it's just like, oh, just got to make things faster, just like a modern consumerism yeah. factory, just like churning out stuff. And it's like, is it does it even work? Type of thing. Is it is it does it function as what it's supposed to do? And it's like, no, nah, it doesn't matter. Just keep churning them out. Just the more the quantity over quality is not the way to go
1: 100% agree and I think I kind of when I looked at this initially was like Santa used to make all the toys for the children he didn't have elves and I know obviously this is a mass production of basically catering to the whole wide world like every child gets a gift Uh however it's also I think sucking the fun out for Santa all he is is a delivery man
0: now, yeah, he's just like, he's like the upper management, isn't he? Kind of just yeah. sitting back and just going like, what, like, how is everything going, really? Kind mm. of just overseeing things, but not really getting his hands dirty, essentially. And I think so, that's
1: what he enjoyed doing and giving gifts to see people with a smile on their face. And I think it's one of those different things. A handmade but, gift is always more thoughtful than just something you've bought. Or knowing that that person you've listened, you've remembered, and you've got a really good gift to give mm-hmm. is a lovely feeling.
0: Yeah. I agree. And he's not really... But I understand because he's only one person. He can't make everything. No,
1: no, he can't. Even if he
0: had the whole year to... He could
1: make some. You know, he could help out.
0: Especially if you think about the fact that if he was to start, like, from January, and it's like, okay, well, how many am I making of such and such a thing? Because the the girls and boys will be like, I want this amount of thing, or this new thing that's not even... Mm. I don't know. Yeah. And it's like, oh, crap, I've got a, a day to... Sort all this extra stuff out, I don't know. But I think they only got logic. one toy. Oh, yeah, 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 that was the idea. So you but, send your letter. But again, obviously, that's more of the the time when that was the thing, whereas nowadays it's like, I want this and this and this and this, mm-hmm. a whole whole list of
1: I feel sorry for my parents. Things. I used to go through the Argos catalogue when I was little.
0: Yeah, I think we all did, maybe. In the UK, yeah, 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 I don't know if Argos Just, is anywhere else. Oh, the, the Toys R Us magazine or something mm-hmm. in the circle. So like, everything you want,
1: they, yeah, I want this. I used to get to a point where I was very organised. If it was in the Argos catalogue, I'd even write the number down for them.
0: I did that as well. Did you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Page, page, or whatever. Or I'd fold the page over and go, yeah, so easy access to what. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, Santa yeah. knows. Yeah, pre-internet days. Yeah,
1: yeah, when life was good I and just simple. Just send
0: a link now. Go, yeah, I just want this.
1: God knows what you'd do on your Santa list now. Like how you'd if you'd go through a catalogue. I don't know if you're little. What
0: you do. Not sure.
1: But these, I think it's magical how the letters get sent, like how Santa knows. You just address it to him. You don't even have to put it in front of the fireplace, in the post box, or in what. It can be anywhere.
0: Yeah, it's almost like uh, if it says, Dear Santa, or the the letter heading, it's almost like right, as soon as you've finished writing that and putting it in an envelope, it just goes, whoosh, flies off because there's a point later in the film where it's like January or something. This, little, this girl does it and... It just flies off magically. Yep. To the thing.
1: I wonder when you start writing your, your dear Santa letter. November or December?
0: Normally December, isn't it?
1: Not giving him much chance really to make what they want. So what does that's he what, do? That's what. I'm saying.
0: Just getting the supplies. I don't know.
1: Making all these toys, but how do they know people want them?
0: That's what I was just saying. Before. And now I get it. Yeah, now it's yeah. just it's just registered.
1: Yeah. i sorry. It, <laughs> it's a bit slow. Are <laughs> yeah, you right? Let's talk about the reindeers then.
0: I mean, they they kind of had some sort of character to them because they they were puppets.
1: I did have to yeah. ask.
0: Yeah, and, so, and, so, and most shots, obviously close-ups and stuff, which I think is it's kind of novel with what they were doing because it's rather than, you know, like in modern films, it's like CGI and mm. just like, oh you know, just copy and paste type of thing. and It's yeah. like there's nothing about them. I and quite it liked sort of it. And it's just rubbish, but I, I kind of like that there's a certain charm. To having them as puppets and they kind of felt more like they had like I say got something about them. each individual one especially when patch was like pointing them out in the stables and kind of like this one's like a greedy one or a sleepy one or whatever
1: or donna the scaredy cat yeah, yeah. One.
0: The guys yeah, you can yeah. See so yes yeah, so, and no, i did that good on them for bringing some personality to the to the puppets yeah and that yeah
1: no, i know i 100 agree yeah. i think it really really worked even though they were even more fluffier than a reindeer, I think that's what made them more endearing and still yeah, magical yeah. Oh. about the film. Yeah, yeah, the toy shop itself, when Santa walked in originally, mm-hmm. as well, it was like this perfect wooden
0: that's what toy store, you know what I mean? yeah, and like, it was just yeah,
1: it felt like it captured any childhood reality of what you think Santa Claus's workshop would look like.
0: Yeah, obviously that would more reflect on like fourteenth century or whatever. When this was sort of set to begin mm-hmm. with, but then you would, you might have thought, well, down the line, obviously as as technologies improved and kids' tastes have changed, would the 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 factory also go through that change, be more metallic beams or whatever and I hope stuff? Not. Thing, but it, did, it didn't seem to be yeah. the case. But they were still sort of making wooden toys for kids. And I'm thinking, even in the 20th century, would they really be wanting that?
1: I guess not. It was more plastic, but I think we are reverting back to more woodeny things now, such as more chuck, more for little like little children. It's more wooden than plastic, right? But toys, Barbie dolls, are not. You've got all of those. Mm-hmm. To be fair, which are still all plastic, mm-hmm. aren't
0: they? The only aspect I didn't. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of the the sleigh flying around and stuff, but it's a very obviously green screen stuff and it's yeah. it's yeah as as much as normally like oh that looks terrible i guess there's again sort of a charm you kind of forgive it a little bit for what it is yeah it's yeah.
1: endearing and it works and you appreciate it you can it.
0: see that they're clearly just on a track on the yeah the floor and everything is it's an old it's angled, film but.
1: but it works really well like given that christmas spirit mm. and i think the older films work better for, for me mm. like we watched the muppets the other day Yeah. Like, if we're going to compare Spirited to The Muppets' Christmas Carol, sorry, no-brainer. No-brainer. Puppets.
0: Like puppets, yeah.
1: They're just going to win. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And it's just, it was so, the film went so quickly, whereas Spirited was like two hours and a bit. In a
0: good way, it went quickly. Yeah,
1: Yeah. but it gave you the moral, it didn't drag on. And I think this was the same kind of thing. Where it didn't feel like it went on for too long.
0: You know, I think I checked before, the film was like hour and 44. Really? It really was. But I kind of knew that the big bad at the end, BZ, who's like the big corporate toy owner, he I know he sort of came, because I've seen like imagery on the internet of like what he's with, the cigar and everything. Yeah. Um, I didn't like, where, where does he come into this? Because it's like, after obviously the Santa's become Santa... And he starts thinking, and it's like okay, as the years go on and everything, and he becomes more um, like all the other are kids. What are the kids want in this these days and all that yeah. kind of stuff. So it's like okay, it must be leading up to that, but didn't know how well he would really tie into all that. But then it's because Patch kind of messes up with his contraption, and it's like oh, I'm going to have to go to the real world and
1: prove myself, health. basically, and yeah. my worth. Do you know who the guy, um, the BZ guy, or whatever his name is? Reminds me of.
0: Gum. What were you going to guess? No, Gum.
1: It's the guy from A Wonderful Life. You know, the really, really big, bad guy that's oh, like. Oh, Potter. With his, with his scar. Yeah, yeah. That's literally where I kind right. of, in the head.
0: Oh, right. Went I, I, with. I, I don't know if you would recognize his voice from. Because he's kind of, kind of, sort of over the top mm-hmm. maniacalness of. Um, Farquad from Shrek. No, he's such a small like, man in comparison yeah. yeah, no, I don't mean. I meant more the voice, the the way he was talking. No,
1: no, 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 it didn't tweak. tweak.
0: But I, I kind of, yeah, he was, he was a good part of the film because again, he was just, just chewing the scenery a little bit with just how like you're over the top. He was nah, nah, yeah, like yeah. an evil corporate guy. His and you kind funny.
1: of hated him, but you didn't hate him that much because he was either, if that makes sense. Really, like you loved him, but you didn't absolutely despise him. I think that's where it was Love to hate the villain. You mean, yeah? Because yeah, you yeah. just you knew the he's, villain he's was just doing fun such to, a good job to, to be there.
0: Yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah, that was a good aspect of of the film for me at the back end. Yeah, just enjoying him whenever he was on because he was like really just over the top.
1: He he, he really did like, do a brilliant role.
0: Yeah, and he's like for free. Yeah, <laughs> like, he's like choking. Was like, oh, how dare you? It's like suggest such a thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: <laughs> then we have to go on to Joe,
0: yeah, little orphan boy Joe.
1: Homeless orphan boy and we've got what's her name um, the rich girl begins yeah, to see.
0: I did write Corn- Cornelia,
1: Cornelius
0: Fudge no, Cornelia, not Cornelius. <laughs> the female version. <laughs> now do you I don't know if you recall From a film we covered this year, but what this this kind of relationship kind of reminded me of? Probably not. To be fair,
1: this reminds me of Lady and Tramp a little bit as well. But um, (laughs) can you point me in the right direction?
0: Um, another like young boy who has like a New York accent, and then the the girl is kind of more like prim and proper and posh from a well more wealthier background.
1: That doesn't help. I know you. what you're saying. And I know when you're going to say it to me, I'll know. Go on.
0: It's the the two kids from We're Back, A Dinosaur Story.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Louis and Cecilia. Again, it's kind of like, it's like a basic yeah. name and then a really fanciful name as well. Yes.
1: Kind yeah. Of... Wasn't that animated?
0: That was animated, yeah. yeah. The dinosaur one. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You're right. Yeah. yeah. This one is more heartfelt, though. Joe, you just love him to bits, even though he's trying to be hard and act tough and but that's because he's on the street and he has to protect himself yeah but really he's quite vulnerable and insecure just wants to have a home and you kind of want to understand why he doesn't really have that like where his parents gone like what what's happened for him to be homeless and on Mm -hmm. his own and then you've got cornelia
0: she hasn't got any parents either
1: no she's got a nanny and obviously bz
0: no it's shock reveal later yeah. yeah
1: Kinda knew that was coming already Mm. to be fair. It didn't surprise me. Yeah, it wasn't like, oh my God. (laughs) No. Yeah,
0: taken aback. Yeah.
1: (laughs) And that's her uncle, sadly. But she's got such a heart of gold and stepdad. Is it stepdad?
0: Stepfather, yeah. Is it? Yeah. Oh, it
1: was her uncle. No. I won't listen, was I? (laughs) But she feeds him food to Joe, she looks after him. He's got a fever. She brings him into the basement. She tries to look after him and she's got a heart in the right place and I think that's another moral within the film
0: but I think there's it's very obvious like obviously the film that's kind of again another thing that kind of touches on the commercialism and stuff but it has a couple of other instances where it's singling out like brands particularly McDonald's there's like almost like an advert for it there where people are sat eating the burgers and the chips I and Joe's think, like, like looking in there oh. yeah it's like writing the thing they must have paid him a must have pretty penny to have that sponsorship In that, and um, there's like a Coca-Cola one when I uh, say what reminds when Cornelia gave like him a can of Coke and some food, and it's almost like an advert for Coke. Yeah, ah, refreshing.
1: (laughs) No, you're right. It is, and I didn't realise that they were there. The Coca-Cola one was more apparent than the McDonald's. McDonald's threw me off. I was like, "What? Why have we come into the modern world already?" I was like, "Was the McDonald's back then?"
0: (laughs) It it did say the time it was XX, which means. I don't know why I didn't say 20th century, but they were kind of trying to make it old fashioned into mm. numeric Roman numerics on that. But kind of threw me off thinking, I'm pretty sure X means 10, so two X's mean 20. 20. 20, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, it's logical, I guess. Yeah. I do feel like they had a bit more of a deeper relationship as well. It was a bit like they were grown up at the same time, these two children.
0: I feel like they had to be because of not having parents to look after them, so they. Got to sort of fend for themselves a little bit. Yeah, they felt like mini little
1: adults. And you could tell that they kind of liked one another a bit more than. than... It's a
0: lady in the tramp type of situation, isn't it? Yeah.
1: Yeah, 100%. So, Batch, or Patch, Patch, whatever his name is. (laughs) Patch. Patch. Obviously, proving himself to Santa. First of all, he steals reindeer food that makes them fly. So, if I was Santa, I wouldn't be dead impressed. And then he goes to. Santa's competition, who is a bad toy person who puts screws in teddy bears.
0: Inflammable materials on do- dolls and stuff, yeah.
1: Especially back then when cigarettes were like all the rage as well. Yeah. Stupid. He then decides to make a lollipop.
0: Yeah, when. That kind of threw me off initially. Why is it not a toy? Yeah, it's like, of all things to be what. I mean, it's. I. Maybe it's because of the fact that it's like literally like a consumable item. It's like, right, you've you used that up, that item, you've got to now, you'll be wanting another one for yeah. next year. So it's like a, like here's a little taster. I guess that's why it, they market it as for free. <laughs> so it's kind of like a, right, here's a, a little a taster of what you can, you want more of basically. Like, yeah. And it's like, you get you hooked on it. So. It's it it's, it kind of makes sense now thinking about it in in that sense. But initially it was like why why a lollipop? Yeah, it's not yeah. a toy, and yeah. it,
1: it's not really a competition, is it? If it's a lollipop? Yeah. And I think he does really well initially with like delivering them all and yeah, he has his like, own
0: little contraption. Yeah, yeah and he, makes,
1: he, he builds a machine yeah. to produce all the lollipops. But then BZ becomes greedy, yeah. and that's where we see kind of the the moral behind the story is don't be greedy. Simple
0: as. Mm-hmm. And don't try and make things that make you float because you end up in space if you eat too many. Don't it. A, bit like a, door a door bit, door bit like a Willy Wonka type of yeah. scenario.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100% is. And I feel like it's got a bit of that old vibe to it. It is like.
0: Yeah, it it, it kind of reminded me of that in a sense. Like yeah. Willy Wonka. Yeah.
1: It's got a good moral. It just gives you that magical feel. And it's one of those things that, even though it's old, it doesn't feel outdated.
0: No, and also I kind of like the fact that there was there could have been plenty of times when they could have done like a song and dance, but especially like you know when there's like the montage and them in the making the toys in the factory at the beginning. It's just it's just like that it's a montage, but it's just done to like instrumental music, like the score basically mm-hmm. of that's what's going on, and it's kind of just like oh this is nice, yeah. It's kind of just like just seeing them working away and not having to do like a whole. A big show about it. Really, it's it's like oh, oh yeah okay yeah good job there. You <laughs> have to be doing no, no no need for songs yeah
1: yeah. And I think it just felt like for me this feels like the f- film that I used to really love when I was little, and still feel like that's like my magical Christmas moment movie is the Santa Claus movie with Tim Allen. Mhm. And it's when that scene when they go into the North Pole and he becomes Santa. Yeah. And looking at that North Pole, the way it's been designed and everything like that, that's...
0: In the Tim Allen one. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: It's kind of like gives me the same feels as this one did. And it brings me back to when I would have been little if I'd have seen that as a little girl. My eyes would have been like... (gasps) And I just think it would have been amazing to have seen it when I was younger as well because I know I would have loved it. Yeah.
0: In comparison then to this one, to the Tim Allen's, North Pole workshop, what was would you say is better? Just the workshop. Well just I guess the whole sort of I mean it's hard to compare in that sense, but you know I guess yeah, the the what he what how things are at the North Pole in comparison because you made it sound like obviously when you were younger you were like, Wow I that.
1: wanted to go to the North Pole so badly. There was one elf that um called Judy
0: hmm. and I
1: wanted to be Judy. At least there were girl elves in this one that were.
0: Yeah, more modern times. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: It was traditional. It was all you reds. So it looked like you had... It was a little bit more modern. It wasn't as wooden, but it still had its Christmas element to it. And mm-hmm. you, could saw, you could see polar bears and everything like that. Okay. This one, I think, is more traditional within the way it's been portrayed.
0: And I kind of like what that has as an aspect of a design mm-hmm. aesthetic.
1: I think it's just makes you feel like... When you'd look at that, like even now as a little child, I would still think of that Christmas scene where he's going in the toy shop as amazing. Even though they're not the newest toys that they're making, it still mm. just feels like Santa in his workshop. And that's the magical bit about Christmas, isn't it? But I feel like this movie, compared to the Tim Allen Santa Claus film, mm-hmm. has a lot more morals and meanings behind it. And it just gives you that Christmas feel.
0: Yeah, and, and even Santa himself... He feels like he's—he really portrays Santa in in the best possible way. Really, really he he really fits the part.
1: Even though, like, I love it because he's putting on his Santa suit, and it obviously initially was green, and then it was like reds—reds more his colour. And he puts it on, and he looks like he's already gone down a chimney. It's like it's white, it's not even white.
0: I think that's kind of like the like the fur trim would be like a bit of grey and stuff because it wouldn't just be pure white on the. Yeah. On the, from a reindeer skin or whatever it was used to make the, yeah. the fur, but the, the, on the, the trim of his hats and coat and everything. So I, I can applaud that as well. It's not like oh, it's all nice and shiny and never gets dirty type of things. Doesn't feel like it was clean more and prosthetic real
1: and authentic. I think this film was with everything it had, and even like Santa knew Joe was around, even though he didn't get a letter. He knew Joe was there, and. Went and visited him to make him yeah. believe in him.
0: Yeah. Although, does question like, or does he not? Has he not met any other orphan kids before in his ever in his whole entire career as being Santa? Because the sure there would surely there would have been, especially if he's. Gone might
1: there might have been, but they've sent letters. Maybe Joe's the only one who.
0: How would they? How would orphan kids send letters?
1: You could do it on a scrap piece of newspaper.
0: Got in blood. <laughs> I'm oh, sure shit. you could
1: find a, a pen or something. I'm sure mm. if you rummage through bins. <laughs> just a way to lower the tone. <laughs> I feel like this coming towards the end. Yeah, it's just so like magical. It's like trying to catch Patch and Joe, bring them all together back to Santa's workshop, and they all live in Santa's workshop and live happily ever after. I mean, what more do you want? They've neither Joe neither or... have
0: them got parents anymore. Yeah. Yeah,
1: and it's like well, and they never had children of Mister and Missus Claus. And it just seems to work quite well that they get to look after some.
0: Yeah, I suppose, Even yeah. though,
1: really, to be fair, if you did think about it, it does sound like kidnapped Inapt children. <laughs> yeah,
0: you could have spin <laughs> that angle. You
1: could, but I'm not going to. You know, yeah, there's because... no legal ad- adoption papers or anything like that, but I don't really think anyone's going to be missing them.
0: Well, the, the, nan, the nanny might be like, well, where's she gone? Yeah. I think, obviously, the, at that, the end of the film, the, the BZ is kind of like, he's almost going to taken into custody i i jokingly thought it was going to be like a bit like shawshank where it's like trapped in his office and it's like pulls a <laughs> yeah yeah cut out the drawer and just blows his head off but no. instead he's like oh, i'll just eat all the the candy canes that have got the extra juice in them and then i'll just fly away and it's like be a cowardly custard, custard. yes yeah, and so like at the end you just see him go all the way into space it's, it's like have you not dead yet
1: yeah yeah you like, are frozen. If you, you're not an yeah. astronaut. You know you don't yeah. have oxygen. Now you should be dead. But it is a children's film in the end, isn't it? So you don't want to be that.
0: <laughs> yeah, no. But you, I mean, you could just leave that bit out. I'm guessing, just leave that to.
1: It's the comical aspect respect. of it, isn't it? And knowing yeah. that he's still
0: floating in, and can't come back yeah. down. <laughs> that's fair. So it's a funny bit of that. Yeah. Uh, is there anything else you want to bring up?
1: I think the only other part would be, for me, when Santa kind of feels a bit like BZ is going to take over and he feels like... Just give up. Yeah. And it shows that actually he's still only human. He's doing a job and trying to make people happy and commercialism is coming in and kind of sucking it out of him. And it shows that you could have the most amazing job in the world and still have your bad days. Uh Mm-hmm. And that Santa Claus even has bad days of being on the job.
0: And there's there's a point when, like when he was hearing like a poem written about him, and it's like a belly that Fun. wobbles like jelly, and he's like, oh, well, I better do something about this, and I've like go on a diet. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: feeling insecure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think just certain things like that, it does really feel like it's just all together a magical film. The other thing I did think was quite funny is, but it didn't grate on me, and I thought it would hmm. when they were trying to set the sleigh going which you just have to say yo i did th- i did think oh is that a bit too modern but i, I kind of liked it actually oh uh, okay but i feel like i'm just being really really hypocritical because it's like normally that'd annoy me but this film i can't really say a bad word about it
0: the only thing that maybe did kind of i mean it was few and far between though was when Apache was kind of like doing like these elf puns like elf help or whatever and yeah I, there was uh, elf i don't know yeah someone put Chuhon in elf into a a line of some description Fantastic. yes yeah, pretty much you may as well have done <laughs> like a, some kind of catchphrase but yeah i mean he didn't it seemed like more at the back end it was really more about him than it was santa which kind of did like okay well despite the film's called santa calls the movie not patch the, the movie. Elf. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i would have got a film about Elf. But Yeah, I don't yeah.
1: think you can get any other better film than Elf on an Elf.
0: <laughs> so there's there's that. But he didn't he didn't really annoy me too much, but it's just a bit like for like, okay, I wouldn't rather it be more about Santa dealing with the whole commercialism, commercialism yeah. stuff really and kind of counteracting that a bit more. But anyway. Um and I obviously knew that they're gonna when they mentioned about the super duper looper trick or whatever with the reindeer. It's like, oh yeah, that's oh it not happen this time. It's like oh, yeah that's gonna come back later in.
1: I just loved when Donna used to put his like little ears over his eyes.
0: Yeah. He's like, it's oh a... no <laughs>
1: I thought that really made it, it was quite cute and yeah, really. Yeah. yeah. I was just like oh I love you Donna I would just steal you from Santa's North Pole and bring you home. <laughs> he was my favourite. <laughs> did wonder if Rudolph was gonna make an appearance. Yeah I did think that But he didn't, sadly. But I don't know if that's just because they couldn't be bothered making another reindeer with a red nose. I don't don't know.
0: I don't know if it was kind of, despite obviously being a fantasy and the fact that Santa is real type of thing, um, if it would look a bit too stupid if they had a a really obvious, like just how they would incorporate a red Mm. nose on a reindeer. If they were trying to make it look like realistic. I think it was
1: more when Patch was... They were going to go rescue Patch and yeah. Joe. And I felt like, oh, there were two reindeers down. And I thought, yeah. oh.
0: I've got a new one now. Yeah, is Rudolph
1: going to come in here? But, but he doesn't.
0: But obviously the, the whole thing with Rudolph is he's, he's lights the way. Not It yeah. wasn't like a foggy situation or anything like that. True, so. so true. And, I mean, they were flying in January, weren't they? So it was like broad daylight as well. Which, again, yeah. like people... How do, how do they not see him, see him unless
1: there's some magic Santa power that he's got? Because obviously he lives forever as well. Whereas in Santa Claus yeah. Two, um, Santa Claus movie, he fall if he falls down, then somebody else becomes Santa. Mm. So it's not like he's just this mythical thing that lives forever. Mm.
0: It's
1: just different things,
0: yeah. isn't it? Yeah. And oh, i, was, I forgot about the, the old prophet at the. Beginning I thought when that he was, like, was yeah. Santa initially. I was yeah, like, yeah, who like, is he's this? He's like you taking over my. Some right? Gandalf. You, know, you, know, you never you never see him again though. But yeah. he's got like, this really long beard that some elves have to hold to as he walks like, along. Like
1: cut your hair. Oh, don't make the elves yeah. carry it.
0: Yeah, because he meant 'cause I'm bringing that up because he mentions about that. We like it sounds like an eternal night until your job is done. That's how you can do the delivered all the gifts to the children of the world. But it's kind of like a sort of a, a mystical way of looking about how mm. that works rather than the, oh, I've got to like actually beat the clock and go at lightning speed at, yeah. with rockets or something like that. That's how they freezes. normally do in the, these Christmas films mm. involving Santa, but.
1: To be fair, he only has to work one, once a year.
0: Yeah, with a lot of preparation.
1: Yeah, but he doesn't no. do anything else do it all. So it's not really that hard, is it, for him? I guess not. <laughs> so with this one then, because I went first on Christmas Story, and technically I haven't seen either, so really, neither of you, you should have gone first.
0: With which one? Christmas Story or this one?
1: Well, both. But oh, right, okay. In the meaning of Christmas... I'm fine going on the first one, but now I'm going to make you score this one firstly.
0: I think based, I, I kind of went ahead and like I say, like when I was on about like looking back on the scores from previous Christmas films particularly. Mm-hmm. And what, based on that, like my enjoyment from this one and, and from those ones and like, okay, if that's that, then I feel like, did I enjoy it more than that film more? Yeah. Did you the other one less type of thing? So based on, of am talking about and thinking like yeah, I could I could see myself coming back to this one. I don't know, maybe not every year, but I guess obviously you may have more of a sway on that depending on what your score is. But I, I, I won't be like oh, I'm really putting this one on again type this year. But I do I do think there's kind of some rewatchability enjoyment out of it because I genuinely did did like it. I'm going with seven point five. Okay. I think for what for what it is, and I feel like I I probably would have would be a lot more higher if I, obviously I'd, I'd seen it when I was much younger. Yeah, growing um, up. With growing up with it, I think, and probably I don't know if that works the same for you, but um, it's um it's 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 very much like oh I, especially at the beginning, it really like encapsulates what the mysticism about what. Santa Claus isn't now mm-hmm. like kind of like his origin story I suppose yeah really and I think for the back end when you've got BZ who's like over the top character I really like that aspect <laughs> of it it's really funny and I say like the kid relationship didn't grate me too but they weren't really that annoying or anything like that so that's that works as well I think so then the let down his, his patch really is his kind of it wasn't too grating but it was just a bit like I don't Really see how you need so much involvement in a film Mm -hmm. that's supposed to be about Santa Claus, but and I guess maybe sort of like the CGI a little bit. But again, you can kind of forgive it for what it is. It's Christmas film, and things, and it did feel make me feel kind of festive, really, like the music that everything was in it. So yeah.
1: So mine is higher than that. Okay. And to be fair, I don't think I was going to give a score this year that I would have been thinking of this number in my head. Because mm-hmm. obviously we've done quite a few last year, like Love Actually, which was you know high scoring.
0: That was that should be the first year. I think uh, we had a
1: good first year with 20, Christmas films.
0: Tw- twenty twenty was Love Actually. Yeah,
1: yeah. And then I feel like we did The Grinch as well. Um, yeah, probably. that was last year. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't know if I would have one where it was up there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So the score is a ten, <laughs> just because. It made me feel Christmassy. And that is the number one thing a Christmas film should do. And if it makes you feel Christmassy, it gives you those feels. I felt like literally five years old looking at that workshop. I was like, it's Mm -hmm. amazing. And I know my inner self, like my inner child, was like screaming to come out a little bit. Mm -hmm. It definitely did feel like the right moral of Christmas. It was telling you, you know, you want to give a gift not to receive. It's not how much has that person spent on me because I've spent X amount on them. It should be just to, cause you want to make somebody smile. And I don't think it is that anymore. No, really. And I think it made me think Christmas doesn't have to be this complicated. People get into debt for it. And it's like, it's just a simple gift. That's all. It doesn't have to be mountains of gifts. Hmm. So in that sense, it is a worthy 10. I'd watch it every year. Um, wouldn't be devastated if I didn't watch it every year, yeah. but it definitely for this year gave me that feel of Christmas that I hadn't had before. Yeah. I think sometimes your traditional films that you watch, like Home Alone, because you know, them, like the back of your hand. Yeah. This one was lovely because it was new. It was.
0: Well, like I say it was the first time watched, so.
1: Yeah, and it just felt old school, magical Christmas.
0: Yeah, I think what initially, obviously, I guess I would think from a a basic title like that it would be like, oh, here we go. Like, here's another stuff that's just going to be really lacklustre and just either, really, like, cheesy or something mm. like that. But it, to be honest, it really didn't come across that way, really, which yeah. is kind of, like, refreshing. It was like, okay, this is actually something that's kind of, like, referencing on sort of, I guess, semi-folklore of what yeah. it's about, really. And, like I say, it kind of a magical feeling from the get-go, really. Mm. And then, obviously, things take a a turn more at the back end to more the modern times but even so it was still kind of enjoyable in its own right yeah, so
1: it was whimsical it was just absolutely beautiful with everything it did it was just full-on Christmas but not
0: unbearably cheesy or corny yeah. or anything like that and it was just so,
1: perfect it really was just the perfect amount of Christmas everything was just spot on and it made you think of the homeless it made you think of commercialism It gave you everything that you, sh- you think of at Christmas and that you do. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you don't even think about it. You know, you just fall into the commercialism side of things. And it just pointed you where you shouldn't do and what you should value. And I think that's always like a Christmas mm-hmm. moral and that it has one.
0: And what would you say that would be the Christmas moral from to take away from this? Ultimately, at the end, like based on what happens with them, because obviously they get taken there's, away. There's a
1: couple. Things I feel. Yeah. Your main one is the gift. I'd say. Yeah. You should always want to give a gift to put somebody smile on somebody's face. face. Yeah. But also then it's if you're good to others, then good will come to you. I feel.
0: That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Just be nice. Yeah. Yeah. Literally. (laughs) Don't be greedy. Yeah,
1: because like Santa ended up having two got two children, whereas Beesy's floating up in space. (laughs) Funny guy. (laughs) <laughs> so I think that wraps up our yeah. Christmas special in a nice little bow.
0: It does, yes. To me, I am kind of glad that we kind of covered this more so than we did Christmas because Yeah. Yeah. But we'll talk more about it. I feel like there's a lot more to talk about in this one. Mm-hmm. That we kind of like it's good to that where the other one's just like mm mm-hmm. Just it, picking it up
1: yeah, and I've just been slagging it off oh, and that's not in my Christmas spirit this year. Maybe next year in January it might be a bit more bar humbug. We'll see.
0: So, yeah, we've got our new patron, Danny Jones. Woo! From our friend circle out in the real world, I suppose, you'd say. Friend! Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: We do have friends, yes, yeah. we do. Yeah.
0: Actual people we can see in person and everything. Yeah. yeah.
1: We call him Jonesy. We do love him. But I do have a bit of a quabble that the fact that Quibble. he became a patron after he watched... Black Christmas. <laughs> that yeah. the fact that Sophie had to go through that then was like, okay, we pay, I'll pay for a Patreon. And I bet you it's more your whimsical things about how great the film was that that's what he loved about it, not me slacking it off. He I might know, have enjoyed that as well. He probably yeah. enjoyed yeah. my misery. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Jones. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so if you'd like to follow him on social media, his Instagram page is. Weight Loss Jonesy. J O N E S Y. He's a big fan of the Warhammer figurines and stuff, so he does a lot of posts. Yeah, about he does. That. So if you're interested in that kind of stuff and um he also a post about his like obviously his weight loss J-N-E- journey and stuff Like he's been going through, he's doing really well with that. So yeah, any support on for, for that would be appreciated.
1: Hundred percent. He's he he quite comical as well with his posts, so he's, yeah, he I does some sort of, yeah <laughs>
0: We'll also give a shout out to the other patrons we've got, who are Mark from 100 Things We Learn from Film and Ben from Film Floggers, two very good movie review podcasts.
1: Yes, and both of you voted opposite ways just to make our lives harder. Like,
0: Yeah, thanks for that.
1: Yeah, <laughs> which wouldn't...
0: So it was Mark who voted for Santa Claus the movie.
1: Okay, I agree with you, Mark. Yeah. Sorry, Ben.
0: And Ben was like, What is Chris? He commented, so, What is Christmas Story even about? So it's like, Just, but he did say kind of say that you should give the fans the both of them anyway, but he, ah. did, he did actually vote officially for Christmas Story. I guess it was like, he I guess he wants to know what it's, <laughs> it's actually about.
1: I do know that um, film vloggers have covered um, Anna and the Apocalypse recently, mm-hmm. so I am interested in going and listening to that myself because I know last year we watched that and actually <laughs> secretly. I do quite like that. That is a good twist of a Christmas film. Mm -hmm. And obviously you've got a hundred things about film.
0: And they've done Christmas film. They've done Home Alone this year. They've uh, they've done Home Home Alone 2 a previous year. I know that much.
1: Home Alone, imagine a hundred facts about that. I feel like they should have smashed that. I expect like 200.
0: (laughs) (laughs) If we ever listen to see what I will. I'll have to. Yeah. And we did actually just get another Patreon. We did.
1: So, my mum, Rita, well, I can't wait. We've actually got a female on board. Mm-hmm. First of all, I can kind of persuade her. Because obviously, you guys are all really more linking to Paul. Yeah. And they're going to, like, I can imagine if you'd have done a poll on Black Christmas and then Christmas Story or whatever. Mm, yeah, yeah. Particularly Films, yeah. They would have picked the Black Christmas 100% just to torch me. Yeah. Every single one of them would have picked it. I know for a fact.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Whereas mum might have gone for, Even though, to be fair, bless her still, she's going to be outvoted.
0: Not necessarily, but at least you get a casting vote. At least you will just get a boys. woman's input. Yeah. Like
1: <laughs> <laughs> that. So she's not on Instagram. You can't follow her on any social no. media or anything like that. She's no. a bit of a hermit. But she's my mum and yeah. I'm grateful that she's <laughs> she's supporting
0: us. So if you would also like to... Join our now growing family. Yeah, I should patrons. get my
1: sister on this. Like, come on, give me a quid. <laughs> 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 yeah. be going up to your mum and dad as well, Like, Come on. <laughs> my mum's done it now.
0: <laughs> you can you can show your support for our show, and you get a shout out and to vote on once a month from what film we we're going to review mm-hmm. by going to patreon dot com forward slash sp film viewers. That's all one word. That would be very much appreciated.
1: It's only a pound a month, which is equivalent of 25p a week. I know times are hard. And obviously, if you really do need that, we obviously we completely understand that as well. Yeah, yeah. With everything that's going on in the world, it is mental out there. But any generosity that you can afford or anything like that, or even just leaving us a nice comment or review on social media, like that in itself is always appreciated. And Paul will tell you where you can do that.
0: Isn't that your job where you tell people about No, yourself?
1: there's the... where they listen to us and then they can leave reviews
0: you do that oh right okay okay fair enough so yes you can go and listen to some of our other episodes over on apple podcasts spotify podbean and wherever else you get your podcasts from and also you can go and leave reviews a nice five-star review preferably (laughs) over on apple Podcasts, podchaser and wherever else they do the scoring system.
1: We only want a four or a five star. If you're going to say anything mean, just don't bother saying it at all. Hmm. That's that's what my mind raised us me. Tell where
0: we wrong, maybe. But Constructive <laughs> criticism,
1: system. I will take that.
0: Yeah, but for anything else, Soph?
1: So if you want to follow us on social media, if you haven't already, of course, then we do. What help. are you doing if you haven't? I know what are you doing. We've yeah. been around. Is it three years now? Yeah, three years coming. Three Bloody years. hell. <laughs> And we're still doing it, eh? Mm-hmm. And we are still going to go into next year doing yeah, this? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Okay. Yeah. If we have to. <laughs> so if you want to follow us, we've got a TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter, which I always forget because I'm an old person and I don't know how to use it. And you can follow us on under the handle SP underscore Film Viewers. And if you want to give us any Christmas wishes or anything like that, much appreciated as always.
0: Yep. So I think the next time we speak to you will be a like end of the year re- review of like you know like what we've kind of enjoyed watching and kind other of stuff and like hopes of the future that kind of thing and yeah going through the sort of like the top episodes of the year and and things like that kind of just like a openly unedited type of rambling stuff um, like we kind drinking. of drinking yeah as we do yeah yeah, yeah no, so that should be fun it seems a really weird retrospective yeah
1: this year's yeah. already gone
0: yeah, it's kind of flown by with you know. Obviously, we we took a month off with obviously for the wedding and stuff. But
1: yeah, it just uh, feels weird that we're still we're still married. <laughs> I know that sounds really bizarre. I feel like we just had a good party and then we're just back to normal. Mm-hmm. That is literally it. But we do have our wedding photos coming as well. That's something we will be sharing out there because they're absolutely stunning. We've seen a bit of a
0: mm-hmm. sample
1: and. Yep. We will say our, who our photographer is when we we put them out there because he has done a fantastic job.
0: In the meantime, thank you once again for listening and we will speak to you next time.
1: Merry Christmas, everyone!
0: Merry Christmas. Bye now.
1: Bye! 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 Bye!